from the East Coast to the West. This is the Coast to Coast NBA podcast. I'm Chalanga. And I'm Dylan. Are you guys hear that? We're coming to you live from our stretch Hummer on our way to the annual Timberwolves Awards show, The Puppies. I have no clue why it is so bumpy, but... Minnesota potholes, am I right? <laughs> Jives, avoid the potholes, please. Thank you, Jives. I love we that we have a driver. I, I love that our podcast is so successful that we were able to afford a driver and a stretch Hummer. Thank you, our Patreon subscribers. We love you so much. We love you so, so much. So we're going to do some awards on our way to the show because we had extra time and, you know, we just love to pod so much. Uh, this will be episode 29. Can you believe it, Dylan? Episode 29. Wait, no, this is episode 30. What? This is our 30th episode? Oh, my God. This, yeah, it's perfect that it's the puppies then. Yeah, our 30th episode. <laughs> All right. So our, our first award that we're going to give out is we're going to shout out to the, the players who were drafted in the second round. We love second rounders because, like us, they're underdogs. No one believes in them. Just like no one should believe in us. <laughs> no one except our parents. Like, literally. Hey, I'll take four listeners a week. That ain't bad. It's not bad. Uh, so we're going to shout out to the second rounder. So our nominees this year for second rounder of the year. From the New York Knicks, Mitchell Robinson. He's played 66 games. Averaged wow. seven points, 6.4 rebounds, 2.5 blocks. He's got a 5.2 defensive box plus minus, and his block percentage is 10, which means he blocks 10% of all available block shots when he's on the court. He, he plays 10% of all available minutes <laughs> And as we know with big men, uh, it's very easy to dominate in short spurts. I want to see it for the length of a season as an actual starter, not as like this fake tanking starter. The Knicks still are number one in lottery odds, so let's move on. The other nominees, Hamadou Diallo from the Oklahoma City Thunder played 51 games, averaged very low numbers, but he did win <laughs> the dunk contest. Jalen Brunson from the Dallas Mavericks played 73 games, started 38 and averaged nine points, two rebounds, three assists. And finally, Rodion's Kurutz from the Brooklyn Nets played 63 games, started several, and he averaged eight and a half points, 3.9 rebounds, and almost one whole assist. Also, wow. his team's in the playoffs. So what? Dylan, right? The Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs. Can you believe it, Dylan? I'm going to hand you the envelope. Go ahead, open it up, and announce who the winner is. The second rounder of the year is Rodion's Kuru. Come on down. We don't actually have Rodion's, yeah. but this is preparation for the next part of the podcast. Uh, I'm sure Rodion's would say thank you in some kind of accent from Eastern Europe. Oh, yes, he would. Next, we're going to move on to best trade. So <laughs> our nominees for the best trade are, of course, our own Minnesota Timberwolves trading Jimmy Butler and Justin Patton for Jared Bayless, Robert Covington, Dario Saric, and a second-round pick. Underrated trade. I think. Underrated. 
I'm excited for the Sixers to lose in the first round so that the Timberwolves win the 76ers trade and Jimmy Butler leaves. Hold on, let me just, I'm just looking up these next two trades so I can have all the pieces ready. Jibes, play Despacito. Despacito. Okay. I did the Enrique Iglesias version. That's why I had a Spanish accent. Despacito. That's nice. It's not by Enrique Iglesias, though. I just made up the fact that he did a cover because I love Enrique <laughs> so much. The next nominee is the Toronto Raptors trading Woo! Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and a 2024 second round pick for Mark Gasol. And third, the Los Angeles Clippers, who traded Tobias Harris, Boban, Mike Scott to Philadelphia in exchange for Wilson Chandler, Mike Mascala, Landry Shamit as well as a 2020 Philadelphia lottery-protected pick and an unprotected 2021 Miami pick. They then traded Mike Mascala to the Lakers for Ivaka Zubats. So I've got the envelope right here. I'm going to open it up. I can't hold it any longer. Who is it? The winner of the 2018-19 NBA Best Trade is the Los Angeles Clippers! Oh, no. I'm sure Doc is somewhere celebrating that he made a good trade. All right. Our next award is most underrated NBA player. So our nominees for most underrated are Russell Westbrook, Triple Double Machine. No one's ever done it more than once. Russell Westbrook did it three years. Three years in in a a row. row. LeBron James. He's hurt. He's old. He's too focused on Hollywood. Damian Lillard. Second best point guard in the league? Mike Conley. If he was in the East, he'd be a multi-time all-star. And Drew Holiday, one of the best defensive guards in the league. And the winner is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard, most underrated. You know, I had said second best point guard in the league with a question mark, but there's no question in my mind. Especially after these first two games against OKC, Damian Lillard is a stud. I almost want to put C.J. McCollum in there as most underrated. You know, they could be a tandem because they are doing amazing things. They're doing amazing things. They're both so good at hitting really hard shots. What What's their name? The Rain Bros? Rain Bros? I, I think, think, they're, I think the, they're the Rain Bros. They're the Bang Bros. Talk about Rip City. They're ripping it up right now. One of our field analysts looked up what Rip City means because I was watching the Portland Trailblazers game. Shuli Cowan says that Rip City comes from nothing. What? Their first announcer in 1971, when the team first expanded into the league, their announcer just said, Rip City! And now (laughs) Portland is the city of rips. (laughs) Ever since. Oh, my goodness. So that's the horrible story of the week. Congratulations, Dame. I think he has a longer range than Curry. He might. Not a better three-point shot, but I think he (laughs) might have a longer range. I mean, my man, he's shooting 38% from threes, mostly off the dribble. It's crazy. He's so good. He just takes that shot at halftime from half court, heaves it, and it's like everybody knew it was going in. Right? Oh, man. We love you, Dame. All right. Our next award is the most overrated. So for every underrated player, there is an equal and opposite 
overrated player. That was some nice physics that we just introduced into the podcast. Everybody, learn your Newton's laws. What up? Shouts to Isaac Newton. Isaac, if you're listening, we love you, bro. Uh, so our first nominee is Devin Booker. We've talked a lot on the pod that Devin Booker is overrated and is worse than Andrew Wiggins. Overrated. Minnesota's own Derrick Rose. Oh. And the only player to make both underrated and overrated nominee, Russell Westbrook. That's a horrible choice. And the winner is Derrick Rose. So overrated. So overrated. This one makes me cry. We'll be seeing him when we get to Target Center at the end of this car ride. Uh, And I would love to discuss this with him and see what his thoughts are. Oh, wait, I wouldn't because you're the most boring person I've ever heard in an interview. Super boring person. Electric basketball player. And people think he's good. But... I don't actually think he contributes to winning that much. I think he contributes to a lot of scoring and a lot of hogging the ball. A lot of ISO. A lot of ISO. There's a lot of low percentage shots taken. We'll just say that. But our, you know, our, our hate for Derrick Rose is well documented. So let's move on. We've got a few more awards, and it looks like we're almost to the target center. So let's uh, keep let's, on going. Let's hurry, it up. let's hurry it up. All right, the next award is the most... Un- no, no, Chiefs, slow down. Sorry, yeah, Chiefs. No, no. You don't speed. Don't yeah, speed, Chiefs. Sorry. <laughs> I, got, I got nervous because he was driving really fast, and this car, this stretch Hummer is really long. Jeeves, traffic laws are a serious subject, okay? Sorry. Jeeves isn't from America. He's from uh, Slovenia. He was Luka Doncic's old driver. I think, I think, Dylan, maybe he's a little upset because you're calling him Jeeves, and his name is Jives. I don't remember what his name is. Chives. Chives, slow down. See, now he's listening. How much stuff... How? Okay, sorry. And I'm sorry for saying that you didn't understand what we were talking about because you were Slovenian. That was racist. That was so rude. Uh, by the way, Dylan, what's my name? All right. Our next award is Most Unimproved. So for every improved player... No, I'm not going to do that again. Most Unimproved Player. This goes to a player who has gotten dramatically worse this year, and our nominees are the one, the only, Carmelo Anthony. You don't need to say all their stats. He just uh, played 10 games. He played 10 games. And he's retired now. (laughs) Now he doesn't play in the league. (laughs) He sneakily retired. He just disappeared. Uh, Thank God. Um, The next nominee is Andrew Wiggins. Career lows in PER, box plus minus, and value over replacement player. Isaiah Thomas for the Denver Nuggets has only played 12 games, and he could not crack the Nuggets rotation. Hmm. Swaggy P, Nick Young, who was signed briefly with Denver, played four games for a total of 37 minutes. After being on the championship team last year. And playing in the finals. Eric Gordon, career lows in PER, BPM and value over replacement player. And our honorable mentions are Anthony Davis because of the Anthony Davis saga, although I argue that he's still really good at basketball, Dylan. Fine. He is good at basketball, but I just wanted to put him on some kind of list to make fun of him. That's right. He deserves to be made fun of. This, he, it was ridiculous what happened. It's absolutely ridiculous. You are a mockery of the league. I can't believe that you wore... uh, Wait, what shirt did he wear? It was like, that's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's what it was. It's like, bro, they took you out of the video, man. Chill with that. 
And of course, another honorable mention is Markel Fultz. Although he did play five more games than he played last year. So that's a little bit of an improvement, but all right, Chalanga's still riding the bandwagon of Markel Fultz. He'll be I love that. him. I He'll love be dying him. Alone on that desert island. That's right, I will. And the winner is Nicholas Swaggy P. Young. Swaggy P. Yeah, man, that's embarrassing. Like Thirty-seven I minutes played this year. I feel like he'd be honored by this be just because someone talked about him on a podcast, even if only four listeners are listening. Actually, you know, Kevin O'Connor talked about him on the Mismatch pod, but only because he was co-hosting the show Catfish. <laughs> and just so you know, Swaggy, we are not catfishing you. We really do love you. Yes, we do. All right, we've got two more awards. Our next award is going to be a, a, a team award. We're going to give you guys our all-old guy first team. So this is only 35 plus. You got to be 35 years of age or older to qualify for this team. The annual NBA AARP award. <laughs> That's going to be the sponsor. You know how the jerseys are sponsors now? That's going to be theirs. So we had to mix up positions a little bit, but we're going to do two guards, two wings, and a big man essentially. So our first team guards, we've got at age 37, Dwayne Wade. What? He could still play. He could play another season if he wanted to. He's good. Yeah. Just distribute for us. Distribute to Jamal Crawford, starting shooting guard. Hey, Jamal. He put up 50 on Dirks last night. Yeah, that's <laughs> what a damper. I think Jamal, uh, that was the mic drop that he needed to retire this year. Yeah, he's like, I'm. guess what? This is my last game too, y'all. So... <laughs> Although I would, I do have to say the Suns were really rude to Dirk on his last game. What? He had yeah, he had a chance to make one more shot like he had a, he had an open 3 and instead of letting him shoot it, Mikael Bridges from the Suns came over and oh, doubled man. him. As time was running out. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Let him get any shot he wants. You, this you're not trying to win anything, Phoenix Suns. Ugh, that's horrible. I know it was horrible. Anyway, uh, the starting small forward, Kyle Korver, still a sharpshooter, almost 40% from three this year. Yeah, he might actually play next year, too. Yeah, I think he could. The first of the players who might actually play next year. Yeah. This next player was definitely going to play next year. Our starting power forward, Vince Carter, At Air Canada. 42. He's going to be 43 next year, right? And he'll still be balling. Wow. I love him. I love the career trajectory that he has made, that he's actually been able to st stay in the league th without his athleticism. Right? And he's become a really good shooter. He's shooting almost 39% from three this year. He might have given up on the Raptors, but he's not given up on the NBA. No, absolutely not. And our starting center at age 40, the big German man, Dirk. Is that das one of his official gut. nicknames, right? The big German man? That's like, that's the first nickname on Basketball Reference. Is it? I think so. Don't look it up. All right, Dylan, I think that's all of our awards. So it looks like we're rolling up to the Target Center. Wait, uh, I have one more award that I need to share with you. This one's near and dear to my heart. Um, oh, okay. If only I wish you would have discussed it before the pod. It's weird to just throw well, one. Well, you know me. I love to be off the cuff because I'm a master improviser. Uh, I wanted to share with you my white guy of the year. 
Mm. Yes, of course, because the, the white man really just does not get enough attention. And I wish that I could share with you someone who was not Mediterranean, but they are all Mediterranean. <laughs> Every single one of them. Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, Nikola Vucevic, and Danilo Gallinari, the Italian stallion. Uh, they're all from the Mediterranean. And winner of the year is Nikola Jokic, but I'm crying on the inside because there's no more American white man in the NBA. Kevin Love's dead. J.J. Redick said an ethnic slur and is dead to me. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward died. <laughs> hey, Kyle Korver all- made, uh, made our all old guy team. He's going to die. <laughs> We're a dying breed. The American white man is dying. We must save the... Okay, maybe we can let him die. Yeah, but, maybe uh, maybe it's fine. I will, I'll save you. Life. Every you. every non-white person gets a plus one. And oh shit, no, Abigail's got to be my plus one. Sorry, dude. Oh, so sad for white people. Just American white people mostly. Uh, yeah, Nikola so Jokic s- had a good year. Congratulations, you win the award. I'm pouring one out for all whites in America because <laughs> I feel bad for you. They had a good run. All right, well, we're we're pulling up to the Target Center. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Take a little break, and we'll come back on to uh, do the the puppies with some Timberwolves players. So here we are, the puppies. But first, a word from our sponsor. Do you have a word from our sponsor? No. Back to the pod. Wow, Dylan, we're here live at the puppies. The crowd is ablaze in here on the lime green carpet, as you can hear from the background noises that I added in post-production. There are Minnesota celebrities everywhere. Thousands of them. Prince. Say hi, Prince. Uh, he stinks, man. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh. He's the smelliest ghost I've ever smelled. <laughs> so never uh, mind. Don't say hi, Prince. Just stay away from us. TSR time guys are here. Thank you so much for your help with my broken soul let's keep going is that justin vernon over there wow justin vernon is here oh my gosh Sec- the second wind equipment guy is here and there's denny hecker oh shit denny <gasps> denny we still love you no way dylan what is that eric the bike man eric the bike van we wow. pedal good flesh bikes oh man so it's good to be back home really really good to be here but you know what it's award time we got to get on stage to present these awards dylan yeah 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 uh i'll meet you back there in a second all right All right, everyone. Hello and welcome to the first annual Puppies Award. Tonight is a night of celebration of the Timberwolves season. Even though it was a little disappointing, we can still come together and celebrate our team. The one thing that we all can come together and agree on is that we are all self-effacing Minnesota sports fans. 
And in the spirit of that, the first award tonight will be the most detrimental Timberwolf. The nominees are Derek Rose, Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Robert Covington, and Thomas Thibodeau. All right, Dylan, I've got the envelope right here. I'm going to open it up. And now, players, when we call your name, please come up to the stage and give your acceptance speech, all right? I know that you've been preparing for a long time for these acceptance speeches, so I'm expecting that your verbiage be impeccable and for you to bring extreme energy to, the, to this broadcast because we're broadcasting to literally ones of people. Ones! Speaking of ones, we've got a puppy's first We've got a co-winner of the Most Detrimental Timberwolf, and the award goes to both Jimmy Butler and Thomas Thibodeau. Come on up, guys. Come, Come on, up. on up. Wow, the applause is deafening, honestly, in this building, and I think it's from all the concrete walls. Um, first and foremost, I, I, I just want to thank um, um, Jimmy Butler. Uh, it, it was uh, my idea to bring him to the team. Um, and uh, I just want to thank you, uh, Jimmy Buckets, for uh, bringing the ice. Uh, and I just want to thank uh, all of the Timberwolves fans and Glenn Taylor for uh, letting me become the second most winningest coach in Timberwolves history. Well, let's get back on D. Yeah, that's right. You know, I just, I just wanted to say that, well, you know, y'all couldn't win without me. Y'all, I, I fucking told you. And now look where you at. <laughs> so... I'm out in Philly balling. Just a legend. You had a legendary practice with us this year uh, where you just took over and uh, you really ISO'd. Uh, ice! Yeah, Tibbs, I want to thank you. You're tight. Everyone else in Minnesota, fuck you. I'm out of here. Bye. Thank you again, Minnesota, for uh, being the start and the end to my coaching career. Wow. Two great speeches. Uh, just really, really powerful to hear from those guys. Both Timberwolves legends. Thank you so much for coming up tonight and uh, accepting the first puppy award of all time. The first annual puppies, the first award. Wow. All right, our next award is a little bit more positive than the, the most detrimental. We're shifting. But not completely positive. I no. just want to point that out because no. we are Timberwolves fans. We can't That's be right. completely positive. <laughs> That's right. So this award goes to someone who is the least detrimental Timberwolf. So they're not necessarily contributing to winning, but they're most definitely not directly contributing to losing. They're not, not, not horrible. Our first nominee is the post with the most, Carl Anthony Towns. Now, the post is with the most. That's right. Our second nominee is Tyus Jones. And finally, the consummate professional, Taj Gibson. Dylan, go ahead and open up that envelope. And the winner is La La Land. Wait. Oh, whoa. -oh. Taj Land. Taj Gibson. Whew. Wrong envelope Sorry. again. We Come on up, to, Taj. We need to change our accounting firm that helps us with this award printing process. Oh, man, it's taking Taj a long time to get up here. He is really old. His back is not looking good. I just want to thank you guys for uh, giving me the award. I do feel like uh, I just, you know, go out there and every time I 
get out there. I just try to do my role and do the best I could do for Ryan and um, just see if I could do something to help us win the game. And uh, I just uh, I, I want to have a special shout out to uh, Josh Kogi. Thank you for getting me coffee, Rook, um, when I was sitting in my uh, Bentley. That was really good coffee from uh, from Starbucks. Thank you so much. Wow, thank you, Taj. Hey, Dylan, just off mic, he sounded like a real idiot, didn't he? Yeah, to be honest, I don't want to have him back on ever again, so hopefully we don't resign him. Yeah, we'll see. All right, well, that was a great speech by Taj. Let's uh, move on to the next award. This is great, Dylan. You, I was nervous to host a whole award show, but with you by my side, I feel like there's nothing I can't do. Thank you. I've been writing all of our jokes, so if anyone hates them, you can write all of your hate mail at coasttocoastmbapod at gmail.com. Oh, wow. Thanks for that, Dylan. All right, our next award is, you might call it a fluff award, but to me, to me, this is probably a the most important. A fluffer award? A fluff award. <laughs> fluffer of the year. That's goes a good to award. We should that, add that. Next year. Next year, we got to have a fluffer award. But this year, we have this award. It's the Timberwolves Father of the Year Award. Wow. We've got two nominees for this one. Number one is our boy Andrew Wiggins, newly a Zaddy. father. Just had his baby in, I believe, November. And it is a very cute child. He loves it very much. And our second nominee is Anthony Tolliver who has three beautiful mixed babies. Anthony Curry Tolliver. All right, Dylan, go ahead and open that envelope. And the winner is... Anthony Curry Tolliver! Oh, come on up, Anthony, come on up. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so jazzed about winning this award. Uh, this is really, this is really neat. I, uh, I never thought I'd win something like this, uh, but you know, I, I, I couldn't have done it without my kids. Uh, so I just want to say, Lennox, Isaiah, Elijah, I love you all. You're, you're all beautiful and amazing, and, and I, I love you more than anything, except for maybe my beautiful wife, Jess. Uh, Jess, I love you, honey, and uh, I can't wait to come home and give you a big old smooch on your mouth. <laughs> All right, thank you all. I'll be on my way. Anthony, thank you so much for being on our team. Uh, we will talk to you when you come back from the sunken place. That's right. He sounds just like a dad. <sighs> what school district is he a dad in? You I said have, you have a friend who... I have a, I have a co-worker of a friend whose kid goes to... Anthony Tolliver's kid's school. I have no idea what school it is, though. Whatever school district you are a father in, Anthony Tolliver, I'm sure the PTA loves you. Because Maybe he's got him in, like, Breck or something. Who knows? Yeah, that's probably true. They, well, but, like, I guess Minnesota public schools are pretty good. Shout out to Minnesota public schools. Yeah, shouts. They shout out. They compete with the private schools. That's what Jalen and Jacoby do. They go, shout out. Shout out. I thought you didn't like Jalen. You do like Jalen? No, I love Jalen. Yeah, I do love Jalen, too. How could you not like Jalen? He, he and Jacoby are like, ugh, they've got the rapport. They're so cute. They got that clout. All right, uh, Dylan, why don't you announce the next award? 
We in the land of 10,000 lakes love it when we are, when we, ex we always, ex sorry. We in the 10,000, no, sorry. We in the land. <laughs> I'm so glad that this isn't a live event. All right. Dylan had quite a bit to drink before coming up on the stage, so you'll have to forgive him. Go ahead, try it again, I'm, though. I'm so glad that this isn't a live event because I get multiple takes at this, and there's absolutely no way that this is going to make it to the air. We in the land of 10,000 lakes love to expect the worst out of our Timberwolves, but there are some times when... Even though we expect the worst, we become pleasantly surprised. This is the 2018-2019 Pleasant Surprise Award. Ah, oh, yes. The nominees are Jared Bayless. Jared Bayless, we thought that you were possibly also dead, along with all of the white men of America who play in the NBA. But you weren't, and you played pretty well in a couple games, including a clutch game in the Target Center against the Golden State Warriors. Joshua Akogi. Joshua, you are near and dear to all of our hearts. You were the 20th pick in the draft. We didn't expect for you to be starting this year, but you started most of the games. I don't have the figures in front of me, but you started probably more than 40 games. And we thank you for all of the effort that you give. The final nominee is Keda Bates-Diop. There was a moment when we thought that possibly you could be on the second rounder of the year list, but what we have actually found out is that you are what we thought you were. You're probably not an NBA player just yet, but there is still hope. Yeah, there's been some pleasantly surprising moments. I've got the envelope right here, and our winner is... Josh Akogi. Come on up, Josh. My son! My son! Wow, you must be such a proud father right now. See, and the thing that makes me the most proud about this is that we have polled hundreds of thousands of Timberwolves fans in order to get these results. That's we right. We are oh. truly the award show of the people. Did we not mention I, that at the top? Oh my goodness, I, this, is the, this is the People's Choice Awards. This is the Minnesota People's Choice Awards chosen by the Academy of Timberwolves Fans and Sciences. This is the Nick Kids Choice Awards. Oh, here comes Josh. Oh, hey, Josh. First and foremost, um, I'd like to thank God, uh, the number one, the man who's uh, number one in my heart, num number one outside of my heart. Um, I also love my niece. Uh, shout out, shout out to my niece. I'm an uncle. Number two in my heart, um, next to God. Um, so uh, thank you so much to all the Timberwolves fans. Thank you to the Academy of Timberwolves Fans and Sciences. Shout out to Georgia, my people out there. Um, shout out to ATL, to all my people in the ATL. Glory be to God. All right. Thank you, Josh. Go ahead. Find your seat, buddy. All right. Thanks. All right. Guy really loves God, huh, Dylan? Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I raised him to be a man of God. I raised him to be uh, a great man, a very stand-up man, and a very active man on the basketball court. And that he is. You are a great, great father. All right. Wait, why didn't I win father of the year then? Ooh, yikes. On to the next award. 
The people, the people hate me. Our next award is the Desert Island Award. Now we've all got those players who we root for and we root for and we root for and people say, why do you root for that player? They are not very good. But we as Timberwolves fans will stick with certain people that are near and dear to our hearts for forever. For example, Wally Zerbiak. Oh, Zaddy, oh my God, I love Wally Zerbiak. Zaddy Zerbi. Seriously, um, just tickle my butthole with your eyebrows, man. Ugh. Yeah, we will never give up on you. We will never give up on Mark Madsen, Mad Dog Baby, hey. all the way. Um, and who else? Ricky. Ricky Rubio. Why are they all white guys? It's because no one else, no one else <laughs> likes them. All right, our nominees for the Desert Island Award are Andrew Wiggins, Dario Sharich, Tyus Jones, and Ryan Saunders. Dylan, our winner for the Desert Island Award, the Irrational Rooting Interest, is Ryan Saunders. Congratulations, Ryan. Come on up. Ryan. My fellow alumni of Wyzetta High School. Oh, he went to Wyzetta? Yeah. Look at you. I know his sisters. His sisters are identical twins who dance together. Tight. I just want to thank um, all the fans. Uh, I want to thank the Academy of Timberwolves fans and sciences, you know. Um, it's just real, it's a dream come true. Uh, I just want to get down there and... Uh, do my X's and O's and uh, get my job done and uh, do what's best for the Minnesota community. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I, I just want to thank um, the community for, uh, for, for choosing me. Um, I want to thank Glenn Taylor and, and his whole family for really, um, you know, bringing me in as a, um, I, I, as a coach um, and um, taking me under his wing, like, uh, uh, as a family member. Um, and I want to thank, uh, oh, and, and I want to thank my father, Flip. Uh, he's, he's, uh, Twenga, how could you, how could you play him off right as he got to Flip Saunders? That was horrible. Listen, I could not listen to that guy talk for any longer. I'm hopping off that island after that, except his speech. No, oh, my you God. You still love him. <laughs> no, I'll always love Ryan uh, Saunders. Ryan Saunders, you were 17 and 25 this year. Of course, there were a lot of injuries, and we started probably tanking for a better pick in the middle of your tenure. But that was a 40% win percentage, 0.405, so 41% win percentage. Tom Thibodeau this year had a 47.5% win percentage, so 48% win percentage. He's 19 and 21. Whew. I mean, Tibbs had a better team because there were no injuries, and they were actually probably possibly trying um but yeah still uh he did he was worse than tom thibodeau yeah it's just too hard to tell it's too hard to tell hey he could be a good coach we don't know yet and i'm still i'm behind it and guess what that's why we're desert island people because we might see the stats we might see that it's probably a stupid decision but we're behind the team anyway about this hey i'm sorry to everyone in the audience you just had to listen to that conversation um Let's get back to the award show. <laughs> Thanks, Chilanga. Now it's time for our musical act of the night. 
There's a deep and storied history of music inspired by wolves and other wild canine culture. Whether it's Duluth's own Cloud Cult featuring Luther College alumnus Sean Neary, who wrote the song Running With The Wolves, which I'm convinced is inspired by our beloved franchise, to more famous iterations such as Duran Duran's iconic Hungry Like The Wolf, Kanye West's Wolves, or Selena Gomez's Wolves. Unfortunately, our music budget was maxed out after renting out the Target Center for this show, which, by the way, was surprisingly easy to book. Maybe that's not surprising. Anyway, coming to us all the way from Des Moines, Iowa, and performing their Grampy-nominated record, Two-Way Life, please give a warm welcome with Minnesota humidity to the G League Supergroup featuring Cam Reynolds, C.J. Williams, Jared Terrell, and Mitch Creek. It's Both Directions. Des Moines is pretty fine if you are with your pack Running with the wolves, I might not make it back Fort Wayne is just the same, the town will drive you mad The things you do for love when you just want it bad Living a two-way life and there is nothing guaranteed In a two-bit town and I've got nothing left to see of a corn museum They said there would be fans but I don't see them The G League is a complicated tapestry I hope someday the Timberwolves will let me leave Living a two-way life and they Stupid sound and I've got nothing left to see Living a two-way life and there is nothing guaranteed In a two-bit town and I've got nothing, nothing, nothing Left to see Somebody get that guy a sports psychiatrist. That's Jared Terrell on vocals, CJ Williams on guitar, Cam Reynolds on bass, and Mitch Creek on a three-piece drum set from Play School. You can buy their EP right now on Apple Music. Pass me the jagged little pill. It's both directions. All right, we've got a couple more awards left. Our next award is the I Wish I Knew How to Quit You Award. Dylan, hit me with it. I wish I knew how to quit you. 
or the most painful to root for. So this goes to a player. It's, it's, it's similar to the Desert Island, but this is a player. This is a player that makes us feel like Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain. Precisely. Andrew Wiggins is our first nominee. Derek Rose is our second nominee. And Jared Bayless for being the most up and down player and uh, ending the season averaging 20 points on pretty average shooting percentages. This award goes to Andrew Wiggins. Come on up, Andrew. Come on up, Mr. Maple. Wow. Wow, I can't believe I won this award. Uh, you know, it's been a real, a real honor playing for this Timberwolves team. And, uh, and Andrew, Andrew, wake up. I've shot, uh, I love all the uh, fans. I, I apologize to all the listeners and attendees of this award show, but as much as Andrew Wiggins seems like he definitely, definitely 100% wants to be in Minnesota, he somehow fell asleep during his acceptance speech of the I Wish I Knew How to Quit You award. Um, anyway, Chalenga, uh, I think that it, now it's time for uh, the award of the night. Really. The award of the night, our, our, our most um, prestigious honor, and the, and the reason why we're all here. Now, we all know the, the most valuable player on the Timberwolves team is Carl Anthony Towns. Unfortunately, he's so valuable that he was not able to win a Puppies Award because... It was too obvious. The puppies aren't obvious. No. We are of the people. We are no obvious people. And it's like giving an award to someone who is obviously the best at everything on a team is pointless. Yeah. So we, we, we're honoring him by, by not giving him an award, but giving away this award, which is the NVNKP. The most valuable non-Carl player. So this is a player that has really stepped up next to Carl to try to lead this team to win a really disappointing amount of games. Our nominees are Derek Rose. Ooh, that 50-point game, baby. Mm-hmm. Kajua Gibson. I didn't even know that was his full first name. Yeah, you know, not a lot of people do. But, I mean, consummate professional, always does what he needs to do, went to the bench when asked. That's why you listen to us, people. We do the research. Tajua. Tajua. Uh, Tyus Jones came in for our injured point guards and has the NBA's all-time record for assist-to-turnover ratio at almost 7 to 1. Are you kidding me? And... The homie, Dario Saric. All right, uh, Dylan, why don't you tell us who the winner is? And the winner is, he hails from the Valley of Apples. His name is Tyus Jones. Come on up, Tyus. Wow, you guys, I am so happy. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. In fact, Tyus, why do you sound like a Disney Channel cartoon villain right now? Well, this is just my real voice. I'm so excited. I finally get to come on stage and let people hear what I really sound like. <laughs> I'm just your average, everyday, millionaire, evil kid. 
<laughs> Thank you for this award. It means so much to hold the all-time record for assist-to-turnover ratio. <laughs> I'm going to use my assisting powers to assist me in taking over the world. All right, play it. All right, the man. Goodbye. Goodbye. This this awards show, I gotta say, it it I think it did me something dirty. I feel like I should never be a Timberwolves fan ever again. Yo, I, here's what I'll say that was positive about this award show is that I I got to see the Timberwolves players in a different light, you know, see them for who they truly were. Yeah, exactly. It is a little bit uh, sad to go through the categories and realize that this is the state of the Timberwolves, but. A, you know, a chance to meet professional NBA players was really special. To hear them speak and um, to really, you know, have them open up their hearts on this stage has been really what beautiful. An, what an honor. What an honor yeah. it has truly been. Thank you all for joining us. All of you in the audience as well. I feel like you'd be really nothing without this audience that is, I would say, completely filled up the target center. It's got to be, what, 16,000, 17,000 people in here, right? Yeah, this place is cool. Thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate it. Before we go, we just have to say don't forget to uh look out this this episode is actually going to be airing on our podcast we're gonna we're, we wow. recorded it and we're gonna have it on our podcast so don't forget to uh like and subscribe and download the coast to coast nba podcast follow us on instagram and twitter on instagram at coast to coast nba pod on twitter at coast to coast nba send us an email at coast to coast nba pod at gmail.com and uh, tell your friends if you, if you like this award show, tell your friends, all right? We, we are looking, we're always looking for more listeners, always looking for more fans. I mean, we, we clearly have 17,000 fans, but that's not enough for us because we're greedy. Well, we have 17,000 fans, but somehow only four listeners. So, yeah, so let's bring those listen, that listener number up. We know you love us, but uh, we need just download. We only need listeners. Just download it. That's really, that really helps us out. That really, really helps us out. Uh, Shouts out again to the TSR guys for coming through, to Justin Vernon, Eric the Bike Man. Eric Perkins, I saw you in the back somewhere. He's pretty tall. Prince's dead corpse. And uh, thanks to our parents. We see you back there. We love you guys. Cool, Dylan. This was great. We should host this next year. Honestly, if they would welcome us back, they would have to be idiots. Well, good thing. Good thing they're Timberwolves fans. <laughs> All right, Dylan. I will catch you next time. Um, our next pod is going to be the final installment of our Convince Me series where we find out who Dylan's number one player of all time is. I'm looking forward to it. Wow. I don't know if I have it in me. Well, we'll find out. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Peace. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Stop, Caius!